Hi, I'm Emily Salaby, founder of Juno Jones, the stylish safety boot company, and your host on the Hazard Girls podcast here on Jacket Media. I'm so honored to host this show where I get to chat with Hazard Girls about their careers. Hazard Girls is an online community for women working in traditionally male-dominated fields. On our show, you'll get to hear from these amazing women about the path that led them to their current careers, challenges they've overcome, advice for other women in entering these industries, and more. Chloe Garios is a civil engineer in the city of Los Angeles working in the power industry. She works on renewable energy projects in order to reach city and state goals of running on purely clean and renewable forms of energy. Chloe became a STEM influencer on social media through her two platforms, at Chloe the Engineer and at Simply Steminist on Instagram. She started these pages in order to break the stereotypes of women in STEM and to show that you do not have to be put in a societal box to succeed. She recently started the hashtag stomping out stereotypes movement, and many women from all over the world have been able to put their spin on what it looks like to, quote, be both. So welcome, Chloe. We're so happy to have you on the show. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. I cannot wait to just to hear about your background, but I really want to dig in about this hashtag and stomping out stereotypes movement. So why don't we start out by just telling us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and when did you decide to get into engineering? What's your path to your job? Sure. So I grew up in Long Beach, California. I now work as an engineer in Los Angeles, but I still live down here in Long Beach. And basically in high school, I did a program through the high school that was purely architecture based. We learned how to hand draft. We learned how to use a software that is no longer even used or in existence. So I'm aging myself, but it was called ArchiCAD. And I fell in love with it. I definitely thought I wanted to be an architect. I already knew a little bit about civil engineering because my father is a civil engineer in the environmental field, but I didn't think that was for me. I wanted to be an architect. Then actually, I ended up speaking to a career counselor and she kind of scared me and told me that I would never be able to make a good living in architecture So she completely scared me and told me that unless you become the head of a firm, you'll just be some little associate and you'll never make a good living and engineering is better. So unfortunately, even though that sounds horrible, but it ended up leading me to go into civil engineering because I figured it was a similar field and I'd still get some of that same creativeness that architecture gave me. And here we are today and I love my decision. So it was a good one. So it worked out, but it's amazing how one person's opinion can really shift. If it's an influential person in in your life, like a counselor can really shift your path. Absolutely. Okay, Chloe, why don't you tell us a little bit more about your, the job that you have now? What are you doing at your job? What is your title and what is your day to day like? Absolutely. So I work as a civil engineer in the power industry and Lord knows that when I was in college, I never, never thought I would be working in the power industry. To me, that just was electrical engineers, maybe some mechanical engineers, but I didn't even know what a civil engineer would do in the power industry before I entered. 
Basically, I've learned that civil engineers are very important in the power industry. We design the roads in the mountains leading up to transmission lines. We design all the grading for big power stations and solar farms. We design all the structures and the foundations for big equipment. So we always are doing pretty much the work that allows it to happen. The electrical engineers are obviously designing the equipment and the the transmission lines and all that great stuff, but civil engineers are vital to make the power system work. So I'm working a a lot right now here in Los Angeles and in California. We have big goals to run purely on clean and renewable sources of energy. So there's a lot of projects going on to try to get there. So it's a really exciting time in the power industry. Well, that sounds so exciting. I love that you're working on renewables. What are your own professional goals? Do you hope to stay within the industry? Where do you see yourself in five or 10 years? Definitely. As of now, I'm really seeing myself staying in this industry. Like I said, it's so funny because entering into the industry, I was so lost and confused of what I would even be doing. But I've fallen in love with it just because my favorite thing about being in power as a civil engineer is to be successful, you really do have to understand many different aspects of the system, which means kind of touching on a little bit of electrical engineering and mechanical engineering principles. So for me, the company I worked at previously, I felt like I was doing the same thing every single day, and it got monotonous, and it wasn't as fun and creative. But in this industry, I'm learning something new and I'm confused about something every single day. And although that sounds stressful, which at times it can be, I do love the the change of pace and the, the different things I get to learn every single day. So I yeah. definitely see myself continuing in this industry and hopefully moving up throughout the years. I read something somewhere about a home design and expediting company. Do you want to talk about that? What is that? Yeah, so I actually run, I am the co-founder of a home design company. So I do get to wet my feet a little bit still in the architecture industry. So we basically produce plans and design additions or new homes for clients around Los Angeles and Orange County. So that's our little side business. Well, do you want to give it a plug? What's it called? It's called CV Home Design and cbhomedesign.com and at cbhomedesign. So you're working in the power industry as a civil engineer. You have this side project. Is it a side project? I mean, it sounds like it would be, you're a co-founder, so it sounds like a lot of work doing home design (laughs) and expediting. You have a little dog that's not barking right now. (laughs) And then of course you have your persona as a STEM influencer, which we'll talk about in a little while. So you have a lot going on. How are you getting all of this done? Very good planning, very good organization. I love my planner and I am stuck in the dark ages and still have a physical planner. I do use calendars and Google Cal and all that, but there's nothing like opening up my physical planner and I have it color coded for all my different projects. And it just, it just gives me a little bit of peace of mind and I love it. And I don't think I'll ever stop. Well, now you're making me feel not so bad. I always, that always makes me feel old because I, I also like my paper calendar. I do both, but <laughs> great. Something I'm not about alone. <laughs> totally get it. <laughs> but yeah, just staying very organized. And my mom growing up, she had this phrase she always told me that was 
you don't plan to fail, you fail to plan. Yes. And that has stuck with me since I was a young kid. And I just try my best to live by it. That's so good. I love that saying. Well, you were recently honored by the American Society of Civil Engineers. Can you tell us about your involvement with that organization and what you were recognized for? Yeah, of course. I am involved in the Los Angeles Younger Member Forum of the American Society of Civil Engineers. I've been involved in the American Society of Civil Engineers since my undergrad of college. They have the student sections of it. And I fell in love. I think my true passion and love of civil engineering really can be attributed to the American Society of Civil Engineers. In college, I started out as a student athlete. I was in school on a soccer scholarship, and that took up a lot of my time. So really, civil engineering, I was studying it and I was going to classes, but I wasn't really finding a niche or a passion within it because I was so caught up in playing soccer. I ended up having heart surgery the end of my sophomore year in college, and that pretty much ended my collegiate soccer career, which, though horrible and sad (laughs) to me at the time, ended up being a blessing in disguise because with all that extra time, that's when I started pouring myself into the American Society of Civil Engineers, and we did very great competitions like the Concrete Canoe. We made a canoe out of concrete, and it had to float, and it had to be raced, that was really fun. Oh, we went wow. to all kinds of conferences. So I really started falling in love with civil engineering at that point. So it was a blessing in disguise. And then in my professional career, I've been very involved in the Los Angeles branch and younger member forum. So we do all kinds of K through 12 outreach where we go into schools and do activities with kids. We get to do community service. We all kinds of things. It's not just a professional development society. It's also something that we get to have fun and give back to our community. So I really, really love my time in ASE. I recently was awarded two awards from the Metropolitan Los Angeles branch, and they were the Younger Member Officer Award and the Digital Influencer Award, which is actually a new award this year. They are starting to recognize how important social media and digital influencing is. So they added that award this year, and I was lucky enough to win it. You got two awards. Congratulations. Thank you. Well, that's, that's funny because I was going to ask you about being a STEM influencer and how you feel about that term, but it looks like it's being adopted by the industry and it's accepted. Did you set out to be a digital influencer or how did you get into that? And yeah, tell us a little bit more about your persona, I guess, as Chloe, the engineer. Well, I say persona, but I know it's just you. No, yes. Chloe, the engineer started on a long and crazy path. Basically, okay. a few years ago, I was on Instagram, but just, you know, my normal account. And I really enjoyed following influencers, fashion bloggers, lifestyle influencers, all those And one day I was just, I've been, I was talking to friends. I was talking to my boyfriend and I was like, there is no bloggers or influencers who have careers that they want to stay in, that they want to succeed in and just talk about the careers. I had not found that community yet. I had only found the influencers who, you know, talk about fashion and they want to make that their full-time job. They don't like what they do in the daytime. 
when was this? Was this a few years ago? You said this was probably two years ago. Okay. Yeah. So I set off to create something that I thought would be different, which would be a lifestyle brand, but talked about being in STEM and being in engineering and that you can love fashion and you can be a bougie girl, as I called it, but still succeed in your career. Right. That message was not getting through at all. My handle was Miss Chloe XOXO. That was my old handle. Okay. And I really just got caught up in trying to be like everyone else. And I was taking the same photos. I was doing the same fashion stuff. And engineering wasn't getting through. Being a career girl was not getting through. And I actually had a call with one of one of my very good friends who is a fashion influencer. And she told me, you're telling me what your mission is. And I love it. And I think it could be great. But it, I don't see that. I don't see that in what you're creating and in the content you're creating. Mm-hmm. So it took me a while to figure out what the heck I was doing. And finally, I ended up changing my name to Chloe the Engineer, which is what it is now. And just really diving deep into that message of being in STEM, but still being a girly girl and doing what I want to do outside of my career. And now here we are today and it's been going really well. And I'm so excited for the STEM community that I found on social media. There's just so many amazing women who have the same mission that want to break those stereotypes. So much inspiration out there. Such a great community. What about the other, you said there was another page that you have, which is Simply Steminist. Tell us a little bit about that. So that page is very extremely recent. I just recently started it as a more community-based page. Mm -hmm. So how that came about was I started thinking about how the fact that I wanted to reach so many different women in so many different fields. But the fact of the matter is I can only speak to my own experiences. I can only speak to my schooling and my career And although I hope that all of my followers and everyone in my community can relate to something and be inspired by something, there's just so many more experiences out there and so many more points of view out there that could reach so many more people. So Mm -hmm. that's how Simply Steminist was born. I made it as a community page. My face is not on there. I feature women of all different STEM careers. They do takeovers to talk about how they got to their career and what their career is like. And it's been really fun because honestly, there's so many STEM careers out there that I don't know about that I think are amazing. There's recently something on Instagram where they were they were featuring a lot of women in cosmetics, but the chemists behind the cosmetics. Mm. I think that is so flipping cool. Yeah. So it's been really fun for me too, to just find people on Instagram who are sharing their story and have them come on to Simply Seminist and share their story with our community. I want to hear about the future of what you plan to do with your brand, as you called it, and your pages. What's your goal with that? And then we'll go and talk a little bit about the hashtag and the campaign. Absolutely. So I have so many different goals and thoughts and things come into my mind and I need to slow down and really (laughs) think about what I want. For Simply Steminist, I really foresee it just being a huge community. I would like to start a Facebook group where women can talk about all kinds of things in their careers. I want to start a LinkedIn group to help people. There's students who reach out to me on Chloe the Engineer all the time who just need 
resume help or they don't know how they're nervous about their first interview. I just think it would be a great community for women to be able to come together and ask those sorts of questions. People are reaching out to you directly, asking you for help with their resume? (laughs) Yes, they definitely will reach out and ask about interview questions or all kinds of things. And I'm happy. I make it a point. No matter, I don't care if somehow I ended up with a million followers one day, I want to answer every single DM. So even if I don't have the answer or I can't necessarily help them, maybe I can give them to somebody I know in the community. Actually, just the other day, someone reached out and they needed to do an interview with a transportation engineer, which is absolutely not me. But luckily, I have an amazing friend, Instagram friend, who is a transportation engineer. So I sent them over to her and they got their interview for their, I think it was like an intro to engineering class. So social media is so amazing, in my opinion, because when I was a kid, there was no way I could go on social media and hit hashtag women in STEM and look at all these cool careers. And we had to do it by in person, or we had to knock on doors to get people to listen to us. So I think that that is a really cool part of social media is that they can be inspired from wherever they are. I love that your followers feel so connected to you and so comfortable with you that they can just reach out and ask you for personal help or for guidance in areas that they're feeling uncomfortable with. That's just, yeah, I think that speaks volumes. I love it. And I hope it continues. And I hope that they see me always, especially the students and high school students and college students, especially them. I never want to come off that this journey is completely easy or it's, you know, I'm the best at anything. I will share on Instagram when I make a huge mistake or when I screw up, whatever. I'm completely transparent. I say I'm an open book. I'm never going to lie or try to come off as something I'm not. And I hope that that always stays true to everyone in my community. So important. Yeah. Well, the reason that we discovered you, of course, is well, because of the Instagram community, but the movement that you've created for women in STEM, the hashtag stomping out stereotypes or hashtag be both movement. What do you call it? Which one is the name of the movement? It's the hashtag stomping out stereotypes. Be both was just kind of like a tagline that kind of came about. Well, tell us a little bit about what it is and how you got the idea for it. What's the story behind the hashtag? Okay, I am again going to be completely transparent. Okay. Hashtag stomping out stereotypes was a complete accident. (laughs) (laughs) I had this idea to take a photo of my legs in one heel and one construction boot. Genius. in all reality, completely thought it was just a cool post <laughs> and it would be fun. And it, it did portray the message I wanted to portray, but I wasn't trying to start a challenge by any means. I was going on a little road trip up north, up, up to Northern California for work, and I had to leave early. So I posted the photo and then I went on my way for hours through deserts where I had no service. And eventually I stopped to use the restroom at like a McDonald's, checked my phone, and the post was going completely viral. Awesome. And I was just like, wow, I wasn't expecting this. There were so many comments, so many likes, which was amazing. And I was excited, but still at that point, I was not expecting it to be a challenge. It was actually a couple comments where people said, this should be a challenge. This should be a challenge. 
Yeah, it's so amazing how it's resonating with so many women. I've seen it on Twitter with so many pictures. I've seen it on even on LinkedIn. So it's really catching on with people and it's people are really just grabbing onto it as something that they can do to express themselves. It's almost like a feeling inside all of all of us women who are working in non-traditional fields. It's kind of like a feeling inside of us that we still want to be if we are you know, on the girly side, we still want to be able to express that about ourselves, but also be taken seriously in our jobs. So I think it's, you just really hit a nerve there with being able to resonate with people. So kudos. It's really cool. Thank you. It's been amazing seeing all of the different ones. One of my favorites is a construction boot and then a ballet on point shoe. I think that's so cool. There's been so many different versions And it's just been amazing to see that it did resonate with so many women around the world. And we've had photos in France. We've had photos all over the U.S. We've had a photo in, I I don't even remember, but there's a few other countries. And it's just, Mm -hmm. it's so exciting to see. And it's the kind of thing that's not going anywhere. You know, it'll just, it'll continue on. People will still be discovering it for probably years and posting things. So I'd love to see where it goes. Me too. I'm very excited. All right, let's talk about being a woman in STEM. How do you think the environment is changing for women and, you know, what can we do to make things better? I really do think that the environment is changing for women in STEM. There's still a long way to go, absolutely, but it definitely is changing. And I do think that that has a lot to do with social media and media in general. I think that women are starting to speak out and to show how they are on social media and prove that we can be both and we can be a amazing STEMinist, but also go home and be a girly girl, be moms, be mm-hmm. ballerinas, be anything we want to be. And I think that that's really important because I think it starts from a young age when we were younger I luckily had a family and an environment that never put those ideas on me that I could not be both. I was the type of girl, I played basketball when I was a kid and there was no real girl basketball teams back then. And my mom was like, if you want to play basketball, we can go put you on the boys team at the YMCA. And that's what she did. She put me on the boys team and she always told me, you're not a girl, you're a basketball player. Don't think of, you know, you're just as good as them. So I was lucky enough to grow up in that environment, but not all girls are lucky enough to grow up in that environment. And I think with the rise of social media and kids in middle school and high school, being able to see these women who wear dresses and wear heels and wear pink and, you know, do all these other amazing things, our moms, our dancers, and they're awesome in their field, I think changes the narrative in their minds and makes them more susceptible to becoming a woman in STEM. And that changes the narrative. You mentioned working with young people earlier. Can you tell us a little bit more about the work you're doing with young students? Is it related to the idea behind stomping out stereotypes? Is it teaching? What exactly are you doing with the young people? Absolutely. So through my work with American Society of Civil Engineers, I'm able to go into schools. I get to do activities with kids. We try to do a lot of work with what's called Title I schools, which in Los Angeles, those are schools that are low funded. 
low performing schools. So we love to give back to those types of schools and show them that they can go into STEM and become engineers. And we also do a huge event, one of my favorite events with Los Angeles ASCE, and that is Engineers Week. So Engineers Week happens every single February, the week of George Washington's birthday. And that's because George Washington was the first U.S. engineer that is recorded. And it's five days of amazing events. We do elementary school day, middle school day, high school day, girl day, and Girl Scouts day. And it's an amazing event. We ha- It's hours long every single day. We do activities. We have speakers from all over the place, all different types of engineers. We've had NASA speakers. We've had government engineer speakers. We've had all kinds of different people come and speak to them. This year, unfortunately, it will. It is officially going to be virtual due to all that's going on in the world. However, we're still going to make it a special event for all the kids, and we get to reach over a thousand kids in one week. It's a really amazing event, and I'm so happy to be a part of it every single year. Oh, the kids are so resilient. I'm sure they're going to love it. I feel like I could speak to you about this for hours. I have so much more I want to ask you, but we're running out of time. So I just want to find out where can our listeners follow you and get in touch with you? Absolutely. So again, follow me at Chloe the Engineer on Instagram and also follow the community at Simply Steminist to connect with so many other amazing Steminists. I am on Twitter as at Engineer Chloe and feel free to DM me on any platform and I will always answer no matter what. (laughs) You say that now until you get millions. (laughs) For now, I respond no matter what. (laughs) Because I think that's where you're headed. Thank you. Chloe, thank you so much for joining us on the show. It's been a lot of fun to get to know you. And we absolutely love the hashtag stomping out stereotypes campaign. And we just hope it continues to grow and inspire women around the world that they can be both. Absolutely. You have been listening to the Hazard Girls podcast on Jacket Media, sponsored by Juno Jones, the stylish safety boot company. That's junojonesshoes.com. And you can go there to learn about our steel toe boots and to join the Hazard Girls community. I'm your host, Emily Salaby. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.